Welcome to Women Who Sarcast. I'm Kathy Barron, and this is Real Deep Shit. When I posted on Instagram that there would be a new episode of Real Deep Shit tomorrow, but I hadn't recorded it or even thought of a topic, a fellow podcaster, Missing May of the Creative Sober, commented how they could relate. And when I asked if she had any topic ideas, she suggested talking about the pros and cons of gratitude. And reading her suggested topic idea gave me pause because how could there be cons of gratitude? I mean, just saying the word gratitude lifts me up and shifts my thinking. How could something so positive also be negative? Intrigued by this possibility, I fell down the interweb rabbit hole and found some very interesting information and studies about gratitude. There are even five don'ts of practicing it. Gratitude is a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives, whether tangible or intangible. People acknowledge the goodness in their lives. Being grateful also helps people connect to something larger than themselves whether to other people, nature, or higher power. In positive psychology research, gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. Gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions, relish good experiences, improve their health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships. Gratitude is a way for people to appreciate what they have instead of always reaching for something new in hopes it will make them happier or thinking they can't feel satisfied until every physical and material need is met. It helps people focus on what they have instead of what they lack. And although it may feel artificial, This attitude of gratitude grows stronger with use and practice. And I found something with the Harvard Institute. There was a study by two psychologists, Dr. Robert A. Emmons of the University of California, Davis, and Dr. Michael E. McCullough of the University of Miami, who have done much of the research on gratitude. And in one study, they asked all participants to write a few sentences each week focusing on a particular topic. One group wrote about things they were grateful for that had occurred during the week. A second group wrote about daily irritations or things that had displeased them. And the third wrote about events that had affected them with no emphasis on being positive or negative. After 10 weeks, those who wrote about gratitude were more optimistic and felt better about their lives. They also exercised more and had fewer visits to doctors than those who focused on sources of aggravation. Other studies have looked at how being grateful can improve relationships. There's a study of couples that found individuals who took time to express gratitude for their partner not only felt more positive toward the other person, 
but also felt more comfortable expressing concerns about their relationship. Even managers who remember to say thank you to staff members may find that those employees feel motivated to work harder. On the other hand, a study found that children and adolescents who wrote and delivered a thank you letter to someone who made a difference in their lives may have made the other person happier, but did not improve their own well-being. This suggests that gratitude is an attainment associated with emotional maturity. While I was going down that interwebs rabbit hole, I actually found five don'ts of practicing gratitude by psychology today. Now, with anything, you have your do's, your don'ts, your pros, your cons, and sometimes the don'ts don't necessarily make sense. But in this case, they kind of make sense, sort of. I'll let you be the judge. So the first don't of practicing gratitude is don't overdose on gratitude. The phrase more is better doesn't necessarily apply with keeping track of your gratitude. In a study of gratitude journaling, people who tracked their gratitude once per week were happier after six weeks, whereas those who tracked their gratitude three times per week were not. So if you find yourself hesitating and looking at a blank page when you've sat down to track your gratitude, this may have you think your life isn't that good or you don't have that much to be grateful for. If that's the case, step back and focus on quality over quantity. Don't focus on feeling grateful for someone or something who isn't worthy. So it would make sense that if you're in a bad relationship with someone who is emotionally or physically abusing you or who just can't make you happy, Focusing on gratitude may not be the right choice. This could be a romantic partner, a boss, a friend, a roommate. By focusing on all the ways you appreciate them, you may choose to stay where you are when you should be focusing on finding a way to get out of a toxic situation. Don't use gratitude to avoid a serious problem. Gratitude helps you focus on what is important instead of getting caught up in the little annoyances of everyday life. If you're experiencing a serious issue in your life, whether relationship, finances, or work, writing in your journal may help temporarily, but won't help solve the deep-rooted issue. In a study of romantic couples, expressing anger was more beneficial than being positive when discussing a severe problem because the anger helped them address and resolve the issue. Expressing your emotions is not a bad thing, and you are not a bad person for doing it. Don't downplay your own successes through excessive gratitude. After something good happens to you, it's natural to thank the people who helped make it possible. But it is even more important to acknowledge your own role in the process. Don't let gratitude get in the way of giving yourself the credit you deserve. And finally, don't mistake gratitude for indebtedness. Gratitude is a positive emotion you feel when someone else helps you out. However, feeling indebted to that person 
makes you feel the total opposite. In close relationships, this need this need to repay tit for tat can actually lead to negative feelings between partners. So now that we've taken care of the don'ts, let's take care of ways to cultivate gratitude on a regular basis if you're looking for ways to do that. Here are a few suggestions. Write a thank you note. With email, social media, and e-greeting cards, the handwritten letter or card is close to becoming extinct. Brighten someone's day and make yourself happier by writing a thank you note, letting them know how much you appreciate them in your life. The Postal Service will also be happier. Thank someone mentally. If writing isn't your style or you really don't have time in your day, taking a moment to think about a person who has brought joy into your life will put a smile on your face and give you a surge of energy. We are all made of energy, so I'm sure they will feel your positive vibes. Keep a gratitude journal. Sometimes writing down your thoughts, what made you smile during the day or week, an awesome encounter with a total stranger that totally knocked your socks off in a good way, or a quick reminder of all that is good in your life. These impactful moments will be in the journal to read again when you need a pick-me-up. And you don't even need to call it a gratitude journal. You can call it whatever you want. Meditate. Mindfulness meditation involves focusing on the present moment without judgment. You can repeat and focus on a word or phrase or even what you're grateful for. Meditation can help bring peace and quiet to your ever-active mind. The phrases, what goes around comes around, and what you put out into the universe will come back to you tenfold, can also be applied here. However you slice it or dice it, an attitude of gratitude needs to be generally felt. It's not something just to say to cover up what is really bothering you or causing you harm. So I leave you with these words, from Willie Nelson. When I started counting my blessings, my whole life turned around. Thank you for listening to Women Who Sarcast, an independent podcast. We welcome and encourage your snarky comments. Contact us at womenwhosarcast at yahoo.com and follow us on social media at womenwhosarcast. Support us on Patreon and become part of our sarcastic community. Visit us on patreon.com backslash women who sarcast. Show music provided by Mike Imbasiani.